patience, they tell me it all. I've been on the road, doing steam off. Heater on a pendant side, I'm in a beef frost. Two, two, three, spin my rounds just like helos. Know I'm moving with the gang for the heat, though. Had on waiting on it just like it's the tip off. Long clips and dunk a nigga just like Chris Bosch. Put that tip on her lip, this ain't no lip gloss. Now that he lost, time to get my point across. Long live Stacy since you gone, man, I've been lost. In that dark world, trying to find a life. Where's my pipe? Niggas trying to die tonight. Can't move without it. Yeah, you know I keep it. Yeah, your soul, yeah, your heart, girl, you know I keep it. My heart cold, my heart broke, yeah, my soul bleed. Just give me a reason, just give me a reason. This shit ain't been the same since they took my dog. I been on the road, don't steam off. Heater on the pendant side, I need no beef frost. Two, two, three, spin around just like he lost. Know I'm moving with the gang for the heat, though. Had on waiting on it just like it's the tip off. Long clips and dunk a nigga just like Chris Bosch. Put that tip on her lip, this ain't no lip gloss. Hey, but, like, on a serious note, I miss you, bro. Oh, that's right. GXP Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. GXP Podcast. Chatting with the coolest people from across the Midwest who do some awesome things. We've been at this a minute. And that's the podcast. Thanks for coming out. See you next year. Yeah, we love it. Now, here's your host, Brian Lee. I always get the applause. I'm not sure why, but I get the applause. I appreciate it. We got Cash on uh-huh. on here. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard, uh, heard one of his tracks. Oh, my gosh, man. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Thank sir. you for making the trip, dude. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Welcome to GXP Podcasts. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it, man. What's your story, man? I know you're a young cat, uh-huh. and... Uh, you, you, you just started in the game not too long ago, so let's hear your story. Um, I've actually been making music my whole life. For I just got uh, exposure out here just recently, but I've been doing this. Can I cuss on Yeah, of I, course, man. You can cuss. I've been Fuck doing, yeah. I've been doing this shit for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can look me up. Anybody can look. I've been doing this shit for a minute, like 12, 13, any way I can put music out. You know, like whether it's off the iPhone, Android, I was putting music out, so. I've really been doing this for a minute. Where are you from? I'm from Iowa. I'm an Iowa baby. Midwest. Yeah? Everything. I've been born, like, I mean, I've been around a lot of, like, um, Midwest, like, Chicago. I've been around a lot of Chicago people growing up, Detroit people growing up, um, St. Louis people growing up. So I'm influenced heavily by Midwest. So I'm just a Midwest baby. That's how I put it. I love it. We're just uh, popping a bottle here yeah, of yeah. Uh, Luke Belair Phantom. Mm. And that shit delicious. Too. Yeah. The uh, rosé. And uh, so you're an Iowa baby. Yeah. Um, but you are growing up right now in Cedar Falls, Waterloo. Waterloo. Yeah. Waterloo. Not, not Cedar Falls. Waterloo. No, sorry. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you're good. I, I mean to say that. that. Shit. I had to say that. <laughs> Cedar Falls where the white people be at. <laughs> Where I would live. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still get cracking out there, but. Right, man. Um, so, when did you start in music? Um, I would say I started actually on my own making music, like 13, 14. But my sister was, was like, writing me raps and shit when I was like eight, nine for like Christmas. 
You know, like we do like little family things and shit like that. And rap was like cool. So like right. all the little kids would get to like make a song or like a dance. Well, my mom's kids, we would do like a rap song and my sister would write me a little rap. How many siblings do you have? Um, Shit. My dad really, he probably still having kids. So <laughs> there's, there's a lot of us on my dad's <laughs> side. But like growing up in the household, there was just um, two other sisters. For okay. Real. All right. And so you were close to them? Yeah, 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 a lot. Um, me and my reason reason why I make music is my sister right now. Um, her name Kaisha. She uh, really, like I said, when I was younger, she would write them for me, and like I would just be reading them, you know. And then she like, bro, you can rap. Like she would have to try more to like read it. How I would just read it one time, right. it would be like ready to go record. She would have to read it, read it, practice in the mirror. How's her stance? I would just read it one time, and it'd be like flawless. She like, bro, you got this shit. I'm like, what? So then I started, I couldn't really spell like that. So then I started like, um, like DMX had like this damn, um, I got this CD from the library. It was a DMX CD and it was a clean version. So like anytime he's cussing, it'd just be blank. Right. So then anytime it'd be blank, I'd just say my own shit. And DMX cussed a lot, mind you. Yeah, so yeah, he did. There was a lot. I was damn the only person making the song because <laughs> it was like, Pauses the whole the whole time through the CD, so I just would fill it in with shit I just come up with, and then I got to where I could spell and write real good. Just started writing my own. How old is Kaisha? Um, right now she's damn, she's five years older than me. Okay, so she was quite a bit older yeah, than yeah, you. Yeah, so she could spell, read, and write, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what helped you get to this point. Mm -hmm. Correct. You know? That everything came from my sister. Like she kind of. Be throwing it in my face like, you, where are you at because of me? And I get mad, but, yeah, I got all this from my sister. Yeah, you know, when you start breaking records, okay, Sean, uh, you're going to have to give something back uh, yeah. to her. <laughs> you Definitely. know that, right? Definitely. Like, uh, this is uh, basically uh, the uh, the recorded proof of that. <laughs> yeah, facts. Like, it, like, when I was little, she was doing, like, documentaries on me and shit, like, crazy stuff for real. But, like, she just knew that, like, I had it in me, you know, so, I mean... Whatever I was doing if at the time, say I was into basketball, she'd be like, you need to rap. Like, I don't know why you're trying to play basketball. Like, I mean, at the time, I'd be mad because I want to put all my friends are playing basketball. But she like, you need to be rapping. Or like, you need to be, why are you wasting your time doing that, running the streets with them? You could be rapping. I'm like, what the fuck? But it makes sense now because I could be way further if I would just would have listened to her, I feel like. But. So when you were in school, mm -hmm. you wanted to play sports. Correct. Well, I mean, shit. Or you were pressured to... Not really. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm good I don't at, know. I'm good at anything I do. Let me put that out there. Okay. Like, I could be mediocre at something that I've never tried, but if I'm doing it consistently, I'm good at it. I'm just like, I don't know what it is. I'm just decent at everything. Sure. So, like, sports and shit would come around. You know, my friends are playing sports, and I'm good. Let's play. But my sister, she was like, you need to be rapping. She knew what... It's crazy now that I really want to dive into it now. I wish I would have back then, but... She was like, you need to be rapping. Like, I don't know. She just knew that I just need to be, a, I need to tell my but story. you didn't know you wanted to rap. Mm -mm. I wanted to do what you, you the know. homies was doing. They was playing basketball. They, they couldn't rap. Like, so it got, it got to the point where rapping became so cool, like, in our, like, school, where people was hanging out with me just so I could teach them how to rap. Yeah, like, I was teaching white kids, my homies, everybody how to rap. Like, teachers was like, um, Kishon, you should do your rap at, um, homecoming parade or you should do your rap at like it got to the point where i was actually performing rapping at my homecoming per, like we do homecoming dances um i only went two years the uh, other two years i got kicked out 
I performed those two years. So, like, the years I was kicked out, they actually wanted me to perform, too. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, at this point, uh, you're five, six years old. Wait, wait. Seven, eight. Let's go back. All right. I'm we're trying to figure about, out the timeline here. Okay. So we're going to create one. So you said five to six. My sister was my sister was just teaching me how to rap. Okay. Okay. Seven, eight. Um, I'm probably just getting the, DV, I mean, the CD to listen to Tupac and DMX and, you know what I'm saying, get my own flow. Right. So like nine, ten, I just started writing them. Nine, ten. <laughs> nine, ten years old. You're writing. Yeah. You're writing. Raps. Raps, and that's right. that's facts. You can ask my mom, anybody. How old are you right now? I'm 25. And you're 25 years old. Okay, so literally 15 years ago. <laughs> I mean, that is mind-boggling to me. Yeah. You know, I mean. I, it sounds mind-boggling to me because you said 15 years ago. Yeah. Like, I'm like, was I born? But yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, when we were talking earlier today, like we are texting back and forth, and I said, hey, I've been DJing since 95. And you're like, that's crazy, man. I was born in 96. And I was like, I, I didn't expect anything less. <laughs> to yeah, be honest nah. with you, I didn't. I, I knew that you were young. And well, I mean, that's, that's older right now. There's a lot of young people going crazy doing this. I mean, you, No, you're right in the prime of everybody doing this right now, sure. I think. Yeah. I, I, really, I really think that. Um, I'm glad you tell me that because you just relieved some stress. I you feel know, like it's, it's crunch time for me. And and there's people like me that are trying to help people out in the A and R and management side that are in their 40s and 50s. Yeah. Um, that are are gonna try and steer people in the right direction. Yeah, that's good. Cause I'm telling you, a lot of people are talented here. It's just nobody Iowa has a lot of talent. No, everybody's self, 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 self. So if they get a little bit of somewhere, they don't want to. Um, I don't know about from like your standpoint, but from my standpoint, I feel like I've been in contact with a lot of people that could have changed my circumstances and potentially changed theirs. You know what I'm saying? But they're just so self, 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 self that they don't even want to think about putting cash on just for a second. So then we all could be rich later on or be somewhere to where we can be stable. Nobody like everybody self, 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 self from just the people I've came in contact with. It's a great point of view, man. Honestly, it's a, 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 a realistic point of view of what's going on. You didn't give me the time of day uh, the day before uh, Summer Jam mm -hmm. down there at uh, Taboo. I tried to talk to you. I was with uh, uh, Reality, and uh, I, I was with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Silence. Silence. Okay, see, yeah. check us out. Check us so, out. I remember meeting Silence. Yeah, and I was I right there it. next to you, and I was like, "What up?" And you just dissed me, and I was like, "All right, cool, no big deal, no worries," because I know that at some point down the road here, we're gonna meet yeah, up. He's like, he go. I don't, I don't That's give a lit. shit. That's lit. No, seriously, I don't get offended by that. Like, That's you lit. didn't know who I was. I'm this bald ass old white dude, um, you know, in a club. Don't take offense to it. There was a no. lot going on when, yeah. when, yeah. when I, I have, okay, see, look. No, I, and, and that's what I'm saying. There was, like, there I'm was cool two, that, that was a crazy weekend. Yeah. Okay. There was a lot going on. So, so pr prior to Summer Jam, 
Oh, we might get into that later. But yeah, so don't take offense to that. I just I was I'm, I was I alert. Take offense to I was it. alert. I was being alert, and I just didn't take you as a threat at that moment in time. So it's like as soon as I seen you, I'm like, okay, cool. Next, I was scanning the room trying to figure out. You know what I'm saying? But you should have took me as somebody you needed to talk to. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I had, <laughs> that's all, and and I was like, no worries, we'll talk later. The few people that no I worries. had, um, yeah, was in contact with. I had reached out to them. Was like, man, I. I feel like I really messed up a good networking opportunity, but there was a lot going on. Yeah, like, there was there a was lot a lot on. of people there, yeah. and I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, well, good. Man. I really good. am, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm Give just giving you a hard time because, uh, you know, honestly, like I was like, hey, all right, that should have been recorded. That would have been <laughs> if I was you, I'd, I don't give a shit. Shit <laughs> like, like that would boost my ego. Like, you know, oh, fucker, you gonna need me on that? No, I'm like, hey, man, uh, we're talking about something here. So. <laughs> No, that's comedy though. Because <laughs> yeah, I remember you remember you. that too. I, I don't remember seeing you, so I, I believe that you're you're telling the truth. But I remember seeing silence. Yeah, and, then and I was right next to him. When I seen silence at Summer Jam, you was right next to him. So it sounds well. No, I played your shit at Summer Jam. Yeah, but no, but when I went to go meet, <laughs> when I went to go meet, uh, was it to go give the songs or for the picture in the background? Remember when I had to go to the sound box or something? Mm. Sound check. Uh, yeah, that was me. That wasn't silence. No, but I met up with you like somewhere up top. Like and you were with silence. Oh, way up top there? Mm-hmm. No. Uh maybe. I don't think so. Because I was on stage the entire time. Like playing the music. Is there another everybody. white dude that looks like you that just be standing next to silence in silence? <sighs> no, it's just me and silence are the only <laughs> white dudes there. <laughs> <laughs> It just means silence. Uh, yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but no. Yeah, I believe. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. I just had to give you a hard time about that. That was you a know? good night, though. That was a good night. That was a good night, wasn't it? Oh wow. I'm glad I made it home safe. Yeah. No shit. Man. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about some of your music coming out here. Mm-hmm. All right. So we heard one of your tracks coming out. Correct. Um. Long live Stacy. By the way. Yeah. Bro. And uh, what do we got coming up next? Um, I'm actually working on a project right now. Um, I want to say the top of the year, new music from Cash On, top of the year. But I'm doing features all, like, I never stop doing that. And I'm, I'm not going to stop dropping videos probably for uh, the music that's already out. But um, new music, the top of the year. I'm just getting in my bag right now, for real. Okay. Cash on, bounce with me, ride with me, okay. everybody 
party in the club And I'm out with me okay. I'm a lottery uh -huh. She a lottery uh -huh. Where the bops at? Boy, I see too many okay. Where they at the party at? I bring the crowd okay. okay. Smoking gas Brought that Zaza Brought that Blicky with me Alright, I gotta ask Who does your production? Uh, BJ 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 did all Cypress Nights And then I did a, a EP called BJ Cut Me Up He did that too Shout them out, man. Yeah, I did. That's why I named my project after him. BJ yeah. Cut Me Up. That's BJ the name. Cut Me Up. That's yeah. the name of it. Yeah. I met BJ. He's a great He's a great dude. He's, a, he's just a character. He's phenomenal. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good person. He, there's not something he can't do, I don't think. All right. So there's a couple studios in Waterloo, Cedar Falls. Mm -hmm. The studio is where I record at. So, I mean, if anybody is trying to get, like, decent sound quality for decent, you know what I'm saying, go to the studio. They'll get you right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. That's what I'm talking about. What do we have coming up here? As in, well, I'm really just, I just have my son. So, like, um. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, yeah. That's amazing, man. Yeah, he's six months now. So, like, he's just now at, at the point where I'm like, damn, like, this is my son. You know, like, yeah. at first, he was just like a, a baby. Like, he just slept, ate, cried, you know. Now he's, like, looking at me, touching my face and shit like that. So, I want to be around for that. I feel like this is the molding of, of him. So <clears throat> when I was getting molded, I feel like I didn't, my dad wasn't around. So a lot of my problems or issues, I personally think is because of the molding process. Sure. So we're imprinting. Yeah. Imprinting on people. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I imprinted on my, on both my kids like growing up. Yeah. Uh, so, it's I mean, super important. That's what I feel anyway. So I'm I'm glad you you understand where I'm coming from. But I would have to explain how I feel, and that'd be kind of difficult. But I'm glad you feel. This. Yeah, yeah, man, I get that. So you just had your son. Um, what like future projects do you have coming up musically? Um, I'm working on like like I said, the top of the year. I'm gonna start dropping new music. Um, I don't know. I just I really want to just find a team, somebody. Well, not necessarily somebody, just... I've been doing everything by myself. And I know, um... You... It ain't really... Not too many people can do it by themselves. So, I'm not trying to stress myself out doing this shit by myself. All right. So, right now I'm just trying to find a team. Um, I got the music for it. I don't stop making music. I don't stop recording. It's just finding the right people, like... That's, that's really gonna embrace me, and, and we find a goal, and we just all reach it together type shit. That's what I'm on. Uh, so I'm just saying, I, I'm speaking into existence when I say top of the year. I'm manifesting that. It's going to happen. So, and Do you have a new album ready for 2022? Ooh, I got music for 2022. I don't, I don't really like to set aside music for albums. Um, okay. Because when it's album time, something traumatic may happen, and then you got to scratch some songs, or you got to scratch some shit. Then you, you're pressed to try to fill those songs up or you're running back and forth stressing out. I don't like doing that. So just when people start fucking with me enough where they want a large amount of songs, that's when I drop. Like, that's the reason I just dropped back-to-back -back two projects because people's like, bro, you got to drop, you got to drop. But if ain't nobody saying that, I'm not dropping no project. <laughs> How do people find you? Um, ATF, Cash On, Everywhere, K. K, please, cash with a K, no C. There's a lot of bozos try to steal my name with a C. So just type it in with a K. We don't need to get him no clout. 
And then um, Cash On with two N's, please. Um, Instagram, Twitter, everything is Cash On with two N's. What does your name mean? Um, my real name is Cash On. Okay. So, um, I mean, so that's basically your birth name. Yeah, it, it is. It just not pronounced that way. Like, my real name is Kayshawn. So, like, growing up, people would be, like, trying to read my name. Like, teachers is really the prime example of how I got it. They'd be like, Kayshawn? Like, I'd be like, Kayshawn. So then I just got tired of correcting them. Like, I started smoking, so then I just quit correcting them. They'd be like, Kayshawn? Uh-huh. Sure. Yep. So then people just started yeah. calling me Kayshawn. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be at schools long enough for people to really even meet me. I moved a lot. So uh, they just was calling me Cash On. So then I always try to come up with goofy little nicknames, but that never stuck, like Cash or Cash On, because my name is just so similar to that. And everybody accidentally called me that. So when you hit me the other day, you are like, it's Cash. And I'm like, I knew who this is, to be honest with you. You know, and I was like, all right, cool. Um, what do you want people how do you want people to find you from here on out? Like the easiest way. Um, what was paying me the most is YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Let's so, hear it, man. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Keep looking me up on YouTube. That's what's paying me the most. But um, Spotify, for real, I'm trying to build that up. So um, run my Spotify up, ATF Cash On. Um, What's ATF mean? Um, all-time flexing. It's like a way of life. Okay. So, um, no, I'm not no federally. You can look me up. But uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But it's just a way of life. I'm just trying to um, talk my shit. So I started something. I branded myself. And it's like, it's it's already a thing. So I'm like, okay, how can I turn the spin on this? Like, how, okay, let's just, if if they was to hit me up, then I know I make it. I made it. If they was to be like, motherfucker, you got to change your name. Then I, I know I made it. So if the ATF hit me up talking about I got to change my name, then I feel like I made it. I like that, to be honest with you, man. Um, you're you're putting yourself on point. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and uh, uh, talk your shit. Yeah, you are. You are. You're putting yourself on point, and on top of it, you're putting your name on top of it. Exactly. And, and my mama, she uh, she named me uniquely. So it's basically just me just giving her her flowers too, because she named me. So it's like. That's my baby. When she see my name, like, on some billboard shit, like, that's my baby. It, like, it ain't going to be, like, titty boy. Like, no offense to 2 chains, to like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom could be like, this is my son. Like, y'all know this is my son because I've been saying Kayshawn my son for 25 years now. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like, oh, he just got this name, but this is my son. See, look, here's his baby picture with me. Like, she don't got to do that. Yeah. So, I actually just thought of that. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Just right now. That's the yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. You nice. have a great story. Uh, and we're just going to start it, really. Yeah. So hopefully as as time goes on, more and more and more and more and more, more keeps unfolding. When, where were you born? I was born in Keokuk, Iowa. Okay. So it's a little racist-ass town. But, I mean. Facts. Uh, uh, I don't know how to. I don't know how to put it. It got me like, um, I was able to do a lot there. So, I mean, when I wasn't living in Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Ohio, or, you know, Jacksonville, like the places that we had to like 
we was just following my mom to, like, Kilcook would be home because that's where my granny stayed. So, like, she never moved. She stayed in the same house since I was born. So that's home. That's the number I memorized. Like, if I was to get lost, I called. You know what I'm saying? So that's home. I can see that. Yeah, that's yeah. home base. Yeah, that's home yeah base. for sure. So, um, but that's why I said I'm an Iowa baby, Midwest that's baby. Kilcook, man. I've been around, yeah. But Kilcook's definitely a little I weird place. I never would have thought you came from Keokuk, Iowa. Yeah, you know Brandon? Right. Miller? Lil' B? Yeah, I do. He's a little ball of energy. Yeah. What does that be like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, a few, Um, I think we had like, a hawk, a Hawkeye player from Kilcook. That's really, I mean, that anybody would know. Because I mean, I've lived all throughout Iowa. So when I tell people, like, I just got tired of telling people, because they couldn't pronounce it. They couldn't. It just wasn't a thing, even in Iowa. So I just quit telling people where I was from. Like, what's your name, Cash? Where are you from? Here, nigga. What's up? So then they just embraced me that's everywhere. Amazing. That's that's the approach I took everywhere I moved. That's why when you thought. I was part of something that I wasn't a part of. It's just because that's how I carry myself. From growing up, I got tired of telling people where I was from, how to say my name. It's just, boom, I'm here. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you going to do? I'm here. That's just my approach on life. <laughs> Cash, you you are an amazing person, to be honest with you, man. I'd like to think so. Um, it grows way further than the hip-hop music that you make um that the people that you work with and everything else mm -hmm. like i honestly believe like you're gonna go on to do great things i will manifestation i know you will Speaking yeah into for sure yeah yeah wow uh you have an amazing story man and it's not even close to being over. No, we just getting it in the works, for real. And I do my clothes. Let me shout that out there. Um, I do clothes. I make. Well, hold on one second. How did you get into Waterloo? The system. I got in trouble. Okay, so, so we're gonna talk about that real quick. Let's get it. Then we'll talk about your clothes. <laughs> that's, I just had to throw it out because that's, that's just paying the bills right now. The yeah. clothes. <laughs> I know. I know. Everyone just like cash. <laughs> Everyone likes cash. <laughs> Are you going to ask me a question? Yeah, I wanted to know how you ended up in Waterloo. Oh, okay. Well, my mom had moved to Cedar Falls. And then I, I say, after school and shit, wasn't really working out. <clears throat> I barely graduated. I had to graduate from jail type shit. Well, um, I still couldn't get right. I kept um, just getting in trouble against stupid shit and copper guns. We just little in the town so small. So like once you're marked bad, your name's just like fucked in that town. Yeah, they're all over you. Yeah. So like we just leave the house to go to the gas station. Police are following me. So it's like a lot of people do a lot of bad things. But living in a town like this, you're it's just magnified. So like. A lot of stuff that people would normally get away, like away with in normal sized towns or communities, there's no getting away from it once you're already like marked as a bad person. Right. So my mom had moved out here with me to Cedar Falls, and I think I was 20, 
and I'm just running around with the same people, and we all got locked up on like um, they I just put me um ahead of like some gang shit, like which isn't a thing. It's just they didn't know what to call us at the time, so right. they, they just said yeah. we was a gang. So um, we had all got arrested for that. We all had got out, and then we all start hanging out again. My mom was like, "No, you need to come out here." So um, I was like, I was kind of like in the middle of wanting to start new and then I knew I could make money because I just got out. So I knew if I stayed here, I could make money. But if I move with my mom, I could work on my music. And I started looking up um, studios. There was like more opportunities there musically than in Kilcook. So it was really just me putting my dreams in front of me instead of what's right in front of me. And what I could see was right in front of me was drug money, potentially jail, um, potentially death. And then with my dream would be was in front of me nothing just hope and maybe a possibility of making it so it was really just me turning down the drug money and jail and the streets and just coming out to cedar falls with nothing so i came out to cedar falls stayed there for like maybe two months didn't leave the crib i was just looking up everybody who was rapping like in the area waterloo cedar falls like i was just networking 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 then finally, I got enough of them to follow me back on Instagram, like doing whatever spamming shit I could do at the time, just getting their attention and shit. And um, there was like two people that was popping. Um, I think it was Trick James and Young Mark. Well, um, I had went to the club one night and met Trick James. And then a block from me, Young Mark was riding a skateboard. So I'm like, okay. But on the internet, people are making something like, these are famous people. I just ran into them, leaving the house. Yeah. Mind you, I've never left the crib for two months. Right. The two times I leave, I run into the two top rappers allegedly in this area. So I'm like, I could do this. I could take over this spot. Like I can do it. So right as soon as I start like going to the studio, recording and shit, the streets get in the way. I get into a fight on the um the hill out there at some little club they got for the college and shit. Um, it actually went viral. I got tased by the police on the hill. Went to jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when I got out, that's how I had a name. So then I just stuck in the area. <clears throat> So that's that's really how Cash got stuck in Waterloo. <laughs> that story is completely amazing. Like how you ended up there. Mm-hmm. How you ended up stuck there. <laughs> stuck there. Meeting these people. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I don't know what to say, to be honest with you, man. Like uh that doesn't happen no it's um and, and it's more crazy than that i'm just like i don't know how we are on time so like i actually was running into like their cousins and shit when i i ended up getting locked up so when i was locked up i was running into like people that was related to the people who was hot in waterloo so i'm running into these people and they're talking to them on the phone and shit okay so when i'm around them again i'm gonna rap to them so like this is in my mind i'm like you know it's chess this is all chess for real so I strategically set up for me to be the nigga in Waterloo doing this music shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how when people come up to me. They're like, you're cash, you rap. You live in Waterloo. It ain't. What's your name? Uh, like, if it is like that, they know I do music or they see me around. Like, you know what I'm saying? For people in the community of Waterloo. You know what I'm saying? Like, outside looking in, who is he? Because Waterloo, like, who the fuck is Waterloo? Or what is Waterloo? Nothing yet. Yeah. So I make it. But... That's that's for real how they, how they approach me. So like, shout man, dude. I, I mean, had to take a lot of shortcuts. Like, this is why I wanted you on this podcast. It was a lot to hear your stories, man. Um, I knew 
it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and these the fights that we, we are going to talk about that they're all on the internet. Everything's on the internet. My whole life's on the internet. Really? My whole life. So, anytime I talk about getting locked up or anything, that's all on the internet. So, I mean, it's not like I'm, like, boasting anything I'm doing or trying to no, appeal to these type of people. But, like, anything that I'm speaking about on here, you could look it up. Well, we don't need to. I'm just letting you know. You know. Just throwing out there. It's, it's facts. fine. It's, it's facts. fine. You big know. facts. <laughs> big facts. Cash, come down here and speak big facts. I don't got a cap. I love this. I hope you do. I seriously do, man. You know, it's amazing. Um, so you got to Waterloo. Mm-hmm. Then what happened? Um, you started making connections and everything. Correct. That's that, what we that talked took like about. three years, though. Okay, so that's three years. Yeah. But you're still up there. Sort of. So for like a year of that, I was on the run. A year and a half of that, I was on the run. So um, I went back to Kilcuck. And then basically did what I had to do there to get enough money to leave there. Because like I was saying, it was magnified. But I knew I could make money there quick. So I'm on the run from Waterloo. <laughs> so I, I leave I leave Waterloo, <laughs> go back to home base real quick, hit a home run. And then I went. I had My dad's from Illinois. So uh, he stayed in Jacksonville at the time. So I had reached out to my dad. I'm like, Dad, let me come stay out there for a little bit. He was like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. He like. Oh, you're in trouble. You can't come stay out here. I'm like, fuck. So then I called my, I have a sister out there. Remember, my dad has a bunch of kids. Right. So I just went down the line and started calling my siblings on his side. Oh, Jesus. Can man. I stay with you? Can I stay with you? Finally, somebody said, yeah. So then I went out there. So I was out there for like maybe eight months. Was rapping my ass off. Was like doing rap battles. Um, Fuck. Just basically trying to make a name because I knew I only had a little bit of time left. So I was fighting. Just doing stupid shit. Pretty much. Finally got caught. And they asked me if I wanted to go to Kilcook or Waterloo. And mind you, I had already been building up right. a name. I'm like, it's time. So I was like, let's go to Waterloo. And I went to Waterloo, and then I got out. And so are you fighting now? I'm free. I'm, I just discharged. I've been on. No, I know. But I'm saying, like, from here on out, mm-hmm. how are you going to be? Oh, that's really, I was misguided. You know what I'm saying? So me having my son really woke me up to a lot. Like, I, I wouldn't say I was misguided as in people didn't teach me the right things. It was like people applauded the wrong things. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, when you're around people who applaud the wrong things, you're going to do the wrong things. Yeah. Saying that, like, just blew me away because, like, that's really how I feel, and I never said that before, yeah. but. Yeah, so that's really what was going on. What do you got going on forward from here, though? Lead. You know what I I'm saying? For your life. I want to lead. I want to um, create generational wealth for um, just, man, I don't even want to stop. I don't even want to limit myself. The sky's the limit. Just cash is working. I'm always working. I don't even want to limit myself or categorize myself or just put myself so in the box. So some people that have been in a life of crime, uh, tend to dip back into it. Correct. Okay. What are you going to do to stay out of that? Well, see, check this out. I didn't say I went to prison. I, I didn't so, say that so either. So, mind you, mind you, let me, t- let me tell you this. So, I didn't I say did, you did. No, I'm just throwing it out there 
for if somebody when they're listening to this, they're gonna be like, "Oh, he didn't say he went to prison." I'm not talking to you. Okay. I'm talking okay. to the listener. All right. All okay. Right. So I never been to prison. So anytime I get locked up, all these times it's just been slaps on the wrist. Yeah. Because yep. I was getting I was getting caught with shit that I could go to prison for. See what I'm saying? So it took me running out of these chances really. With, with the judge looking me dead in my face, like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. One more time. One more time, Kayshawn. Yeah. One more time. They were saying Kayshawn then. They wasn't saying Kayshawn. They knew my name by then. So they was like, one more time. Uh, then that that last six months I sat down, that was the longest I've ever sat down. For real. So me sitting down in six months, I manifested everything that I have right now. So that's how I know I'm getting somewhere. I meant I was 24, 23 when I got locked up and did the six months. I've been having sex since I was like 11. Didn't, I don't have no child, no children, no kids, no nothing. I didn't think it was a possibility for me. So that was one of the priorities like that I was manifesting on every day for those six months. And now I have a son. Now, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't make outrageous goals. That's why I feel like I was able to step right into them. I would be like, when I get out, I want to drop an album. I wrote down Cypress Nights. I have all this wrote down from my jail notebook like that I could even post on my Instagram. Like, there were... The Cypress Nights album, all that shit has been manifested since I was in jail. My son. I didn't know his name yet, but I said I'm going to have a son. So every night when I'm praying, reading, or doing my little workout rituals or whatever I'm doing that day, I just made made sure I was, I'm going to have a son. I'm going to have an album called Cypress Nights. I'm going to have a thousand views on YouTube. Uh, I'm going to have a music video drop on this day. Because I already knew when I was getting out. So, like, I, that that was when they fucked up. was really telling me, you just got to do this six, uh, these six months. So then I was able to plan the next six months of my life while I was in there those six months. That's what I did. I love that. Yeah. I love that a lot. Uh, That was not anything rehearsed. That was something that came from your heart. That was awesome, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was lit. It gave me chills. I can't even You can see me. I was just like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't even know how to re-say what uh, I just said. I, I don't know what to say about it. Like, it gave me chills, honestly. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, hopefully um, the people that are listening don't, don't, don't wait till you're stuck to try to plan your next step. The best part about these podcasts are is having somebody come in who are acquaintances, and then you leave as friends. That's, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? That'd be a good job. Like, uh, I seen you perform. We talked a little bit uh, the night before. Mm-hmm. Briefly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we we had conversation and everything else. But to leave as friends is something super special. Yeah. And that's what these podcasts are all about, is about... Not, I mean, yes, it is about your music and everything else we want to promote. But, however, we want to bring people together and, like, tell people your story. Your story. Facts. Your story is super important. But that molds everything together. You know what I'm saying? It does. I mean, I feel, feel, let's just say you're selling bottles of water. Okay. If I know what's in this bottle of water because you're my friend. You're going to keep it 100 with me. This is just me spending my money, me personally. I don't know about everybody else. They'd rather go support people they don't know. I'd rather go support my homie. So if you were selling bottles of water and I knew you had good quality water, I'm going to come buy your water because we're friends. So 
instead of somebody else selling water who I don't know, I don't really trust them ingredients, I'm not finna mess with them. So when I do like stuff like this, it's telling my story so people can see my ingredients. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, I I see it. So so they want they they want to buy my water, right? And it just happens my my bottles of water are a little more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> then when it goes a bottle of water, then they listen to my song, and then they buy my clothes, and then let's hey. talk about your clothes real quick. We yeah. haven't talked about them yet. Um, you got a lot of things going on here. Correct. Cash on. Yes. All right. Too much. You have music, mm-hmm. and now you have a clothing line. Let's talk about that. Yeah, it really was just like a spur of the moment type thing. I didn't have nothing to wear for a music video. <clears throat> My Element video, that's uh, out right now. Um, I didn't have nothing to wear the night before. And I didn't have time to go get anything to wear because the video shoot was during the week. I worked during the week. So I really just stayed up. Um smoked hella weed and just started cutting shit. Started cutting shit. Like I wasn't even really trying to make something. I was just like, I don't have no fucking clothes. I was mad. So then I started like cutting shit. But my first two cuts looked at like a broken heart. So I was like, hmm. So I cut it out. And then I was like, I wonder if I could put this on a pair of pants. So I looked up ways I could put it on pants. Then I put it on the pair of pants and then i'm like what the fuck so then i a bunch of shit like i just went down the rabbit hole for like an hour mind you had a video shoot the next day but i went down a rabbit hole for like an hour of like all the shit you can do at home on design pants from like your own pants so i'm like what the fuck are you i don't need to go to the store i was like i got all these clothes but i just i've already worn them i didn't want to wear them again in the video so what i did was i cut them up and then made them into a pair of pants just for the video. I wasn't trying to sell it. I wasn't trying to be a designer. None of that. So I wore it for the video. And the dude was like, let me take a picture of them pants. Um, we didn't even put out no promo or nothing. He's like, let me take a picture of them pants. The bitches is hard. I'd buy them. The dude that shot the video. So he took a picture. I posted it as my profile picture. Everybody just was like, bro, let me buy them pants. Can I get a pair of pants? Can you make me a pair of pants? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's how it happens, yeah. man. It really does. Facts. So then I started doing that. Um, I had a, had an idea to try to create, um, like, what was it? Fucking um, a logo. So I had a, who did I hit up? Who the fuck did I hit up? I don't want to get his name around, so I ain't going to say I hit somebody up, try to get a logo. They couldn't help me. So I was like, damn. I need to try to make pants. I need to try to make merch. You know, I'm trying to, like, build money so I can pay for this album, Cypress Nights. Um, so I got invested in a cricket. Nobody would help me with a logo. Nobody would help me with a logo. So I just drew some shit, and you could take a picture of it off the cricket. And then I put it, um, like, just the hands. It was my hands. Ten toes by myself on my stand. I put that out there. Then I started selling my own shirts from my own hands just because nobody would help me with a logo. And I sold, like, 50 shirts in two days. And the people that I'd even asked to try to get them to help me with the logo, they was like, who's making your shirts? See what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I make clothes now, just from the shirts and those pants. Oh, my God. Those two stories. We're going to talk after this for sure. (laughs) I literally, like, it was crazy. People at my job, everybody was wearing, it was weird as fuck, bro. I was coming to go to work, and everybody was talking about my music or my clothes. 
it was to the point where I'm like, I don't even want to fucking be here because I don't have to be here. Because when I'm at work, we're just talking about me. Where do you work? I don't now. I'm self-employed. Yeah. Yeah. ATF yeah. right on your chain, yeah. man. I love that. Now mm-hmm. I'm self-employed, but it took all this though. So it took me going to work and everybody wearing me on their helmets. Like I made stickers like these and I worked at a plant. So I'm like, okay, everybody got stickers on their helmet. Boom. Like that you get. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna fucking make a sticker. So I I figured out how to make stickers online, bro. I had everybody on first shift at this Tyson plant. Tyson. I was working at Tyson. Yeah. It's a big ass fucking factory. I know. Everybody on first shift, 2021, um, through 2021, you know about my stickers, Cypress Knights. I had everybody wearing my stickers, supervisors. Everybody was wearing me on their helmets. That's baller, man. It was, it was, it was weird. It was weird, like it wasn't weird because I was selling them, but it was, it was weird, like days where I'm pissed off and didn't want to be there. Somebody walked by me right. and I see me on there. Yeah, exactly. Motivation. Like that's that was weird. They're supporting you. Yeah, that was the weird thing was just getting motivated off just nothing. So um, I'm not used to that. For me to get motivated, I got to roll a blunt, you know what I'm saying, listen to a whole song. But just getting a glimpse of myself, I would get motivated. That was weird. It was shocking. Like, it was shocking. It was, But it was a good experience. Um, yeah. That's what should happen, man. Honestly. It really should. In every aspect of it. You know, um, no matter what you're doing in life, that should definitely happen. You gotta when hustle. You're working your ass off. You gotta hustle. Yeah, you are. You, you are to. hustling. Shit shouldn't get handed to people. And, like, don't get me wrong, the people that do get shit handed to them, <clears throat> that's what's up. I just feel like they don't appreciate it enough. Yeah. yeah. And if they do, that's what's up. Go ahead. But, I mean, from the people that I've seen that have gotten handed things, they didn't appreciate it enough. So. I hear you, man. All right. How can people find you one more time? ATF, cash on, with a K. Cash with a K, not with a C, on with two N's. Cash on, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for coming on GXP Podcast.
helping shit. Doctor try giving me medicine. These drugs ain't even helping shit. Doctor try giving me medicine. I'm on my element. So I'm on my element. I'm on my element. So I'm on my element.